Welcome to a new conversation with Hani and Peretz, where we discuss an episode about intimacy. We filmed it in a picturesque setting, and you are invited to view it on our new website, m54.co. That's .co. Enjoy. As you notice, the scenery behind us, around us, is quite different. We are enjoying a family reunion, and you may hear some background, fun, lively voices of children that are enjoying the pool. We are taking it easy and reflecting on some of the experiences and conversations we've had, and a lasting one, one that was memorable, impactful, not an easy one, was on intimacy. A very uh, sacred, complicated, gorgeous subject. We initiated it with parents of younger children, parents of older children, as well as couples in committed relationships. No children. With no children. And it was heavy and also received with welcome arms at the same time and we called it the conversation was called raw intimate was called raw intimacy in the bedroom we really wanted to name what it is we are going to discuss without any terms or 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 titles just this is what it is and there are multiple levels of intimacy but there are uh, the more more raw it is the more intimate it is and then there's a type of intimacy that is designated for the bedroom. Uh, and that's where we started exploring the conversation. And the reason is because that type of intimacy is not isolated to one space in the home. Even though it was part of the title. Right. And it's not isolated to one moment or, or, or one event or one experience. It actually radiates itself to the entirety of a couple's relationship, it reflects it to a great degree. So the nature of the raw intimacy in the bedroom is reflected in the mundane intimacy in the kitchen. Yes. And the tension is intimacy when you pay the credit card bill. <laughs> And at the same time, the raw intimacy also nurtures the other intimacies or other other intimacy. You know, I think the term for intimacy is 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 is, is an interaction, is a is a deep interaction, uh, is an interaction that is very personal and very very from deep within yourself. And the rawest and the most intimate is one of the one of the rawest, one of the most intimate is the one that is in the bedroom. And but you're only using that as a title to explain that it's reserved and um, designated for for people to experience in a very selective way, because it's it's not just in the bedroom. In terms of, you know, you keep describing it as that, yeah. but but if it's going to both reflect your relationship and nurture relationship, we're not saying that it only takes place in a bedroom. No, no. We're just. It, it, 
and that we saw in the conversation is because what we asked people to, sh to explore is what are the obstacles. Right. When we name it like that, um, we elicit the most uh, private and unspoken um, experiences to come forward and, and why we wanted to actually talk about it while preserving the sacredness and the privacy and the modesty of it is because we often don't talk about it. It's not, it's not named, it's not articulated. We assume when a couple commits to each other, they will experience intimacy. What attracted them in the first place may have been intimacy. And then as life settles into some sort of routine and rhythm, and when a couple does have a child or more than one, intimacy shifts. And that's a good thing because it reflects life. Um, but we forget sometimes to bring it forward and talk about it because it needs to shift along with the maturing of the relationship. And often couples are wishing it would go back to the way it used mm -hmm. to be. Wistful, like oh, when those we were sparks. young, the <laughs> passion, the crazy, you know, the craziness of it. How we looked at each other. And we just melted. <laughs> Wow. I, Which is true. Yes. Um, but so that but that won't be successful because the relationship that a couple is experiencing needs to move forward from that elementary young love. There's a there's a connection and a and an, and a life that they're for, that a couple's forming together. And so the intimacy needs to reflect a comfort, a maturing, a um, it also needs to penetrate those parts of their lives that they're that that are growing that are growing on them the family the career that means the the, the, the before the intimacy only needed to penetrate just the, the space but of the what do you them. mean that it needs to affect it and no it needs to penetrate it needs to embrace it, it needs to embrace it. with it's, the raw intimate that raw intimacy that deep intimacy needs to be able to embrace also the fact that we have children now also the fact that we have busy lifestyles. Yes, oh, so then, so then a better word is embrace. Embrace. Yes. Okay. It needs to include it. It yes. needs to, correct, that's what we were referring to, and it needs to reflect the relationship right. as well. And so a couple needs to find a, a greater intimacy almost, reflecting the, the, the greatness of their relationship. And, and, we, and often we don't speak about it. We assume that by committing, we're still going to, going to you know, be in an, be comfortable and know how to be intimate. Well, we do, you do speak about it when things start breaking down. When it's That's like, true. When like a relationship is, like, is, is going to shatters. I mean, yes. things are falling all apart. Then is when you go to a therapist and then when you go into a marriage counselor and then when you go into a sex therapist and you try to break, put together the broken pieces while in fact, before, before it was broken, as it was growing, mm -hmm there should have been, it would have been helpful for there to be conversation. Yes. Yes. And it's not about um, each couple shares the obstacles and solutions and experiences. In fact, the conversation allowed couples to sit in each other's support, knowing that everyone has obstacles and that also knowing that everyone wants to work through them. And then we discovered together that obstacles wasn't even a good word because as a couple names things and brings it forward and shares their comforts and their discomforts, their 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 dreams and their 
you know, almost giving up of certain elements, that very act of, of conversation connects a couple and is in fact a, an intimate act. And by, by watching other couples want it, it not only soothes other couples, but also motivates them that their, their, the rhythm that they have right now um, is not something to just assume that it will be forever. There's, there, needs, there needs to be a movement and a yearning to work on a relationship and to improve the intimacy as well. Right. So it's not, there's no, there's no, the stagnation occurs when you think that what is happening to you is only happening to you and there is no way out of it. But when you see others are ha sharing the same exact experience, what you're saying, this is, this is, this is normal. This right. is part of everyone's relationship and we are going to work with this by, by speaking about it because we see what just happened when we had this conversation. You know, one of the things we told asked the couples to do is to shut off their mics, shut off the cameras and mm -hmm. have a conversation with each other on either what they shared alone or what they saw other people sharing. Correct. And by inviting a conversation of intimacy when it's it's in the middle of it's just a regular evening. It's yeah. not in the bedroom. It's not when there's a disappointment in the bedroom. Um, and it's not when there's an elation. It's having a normal conversation was um, surprising um, and also welcomed. Mm -hmm. Because when, um, when both are, are almost neutral, we can talk, we, a couple, we yeah. can talk about things in a in a calmer way yeah um though it also potentially agitates right the, yeah. and you and i have learned that agitation is a good word when it's 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 in a uh comfortable um safe context it's good to be to squirm a little bit and be invited to talk about something or think about something when someone might be afraid to and um, have a fear of it or not even know that it's a good thing to talk about. When it's done in a welcoming, comforting environment, that agitation uh, put, elicits a, a movement. And movement, mental movement, emotional movement, spiritual movement, physical movement are, is a wonderful activity. And agitation occurs when we are with another person or we're in a group conversation. When you're in isolation on, on alone, there's no, there's, it's safe. Mm -hmm. There's no agitation. But at the same time, it's lonely and um, there's, there's a lack of, of growth and of, and of life. I wouldn't say that when someone's alone, there's no agitation. There are experiences that we agitate ourselves. We're actually pretty good at agitating ourselves. Up to a point. I, I think that's debatable. Okay. But when, when we're someone else, there's... Um, two people can agitate each other in ways that a person on their own can't. So maybe right. that's right. what you meant, up to a point. Up to, yeah. Yes, yes. And agitation is like a first cousin for intimacy. 
or or a a mother of a, a, one of the mothers of intimacy right. where when it when that's a good one when when we work through that movement that discomfort that comfort that realization um uh the agitation of peeling back a layer is very agitating but why but how what does that look like describe, describe it, it. <laughs> um when it's done well with a sense of humor there's a feeling of connection yeah even to ourselves oh now i understand why i react that way now i understand why i why i'm uncomfortable with this or why i hesitate right. in this way etc it was a wonderful conversation and yes. i'm glad we could sit here and reminisce re reminisce and recap it and carry it further looking forward we're so glad you listened and we welcome your feedback and thoughts.